The Jeep Wagoneer's headlights caught a cardboard sign nailed to a telephone pole, a handwritten sign. The end is nigh. Darkness swallowed it, and Colton was left with the sense he was on the road to eternal damnation. His family had taken God's most precious gift, the lives of his fellow men. He wasn't sure if asking forgiveness would be sufficient to avoid the fate in store for them. The high beams of the wagoneer clawed the grass along the side of the tree-lined road, plowing a furrow through the dewy landscape so neon green in color it looked unnatural. The lawns of Belmede, which were once pristinely maintained by efficient gardeners, had become overgrown and unruly. Everything Colton knew, or thought he knew, about Nashville and Belmede had been erased by the end of the world as he knew it. Two weeks after the devastating solar storm that caused the collapse of the nation's power grid, his family had gone from days filled with work, social activity for Madison and school for Alex, to a post-apocalyptic dystopia where death had become commonplace. The Ryman's worldly goods were crammed into the wagoneer, memories of the past and the tools to survive an unknown future. Colton reached for Madison, who'd remained quiet since their departure from Harding Place. He gave his devoted wife's hand a squeeze to gain a reaction from her. Madison turned her face to look at Colton, managed a smile, and wiped away the last of her tears. Are we there yet? She laughed, letting out some emotion. They'd been on the road for only fifteen minutes. I wish, chimed in Alex from the back seat. Alex had been remarkable as the world of a teenage girl crashed around her. She was very mature and logical for her age. Daily activities for Alex revolved around her school and love for golf, which had both been ripped from her life. She'd also killed a man. After an initial period of shock, Alex had become incredibly at peace with the shooting, which was clearly in self-defense. Colton wasn't sure whether he should be proud of her acceptance of taking another man's life or concerned that his daughter might be harboring feelings that needed to be released. In any event, there wasn't time to explore the mind's inner workings. A lot had happened in the last fourteen days, and he needed to focus on the task at hand—safety and a new home for the Ryman family. Colton rolled down the window of the 1969 Jeep Wagoneer using the hand crank. Fresh morning air filled the truck as the sun slowly began to rise to their left. Another hand-printed sign came into view, this one riddled with bullet holes. Repent. Final warning. The Rymans had reached a turning point and were forced to make a decision. The neighborhood had collapsed around them. Fires were burning out of control to their west. Gangs were infiltrating the streets and homes to their north. Families were abandoning their residences in droves, seeking the utopian comfort and security of the FEMA camps established throughout Metro Nashville. The Rymans, however, chose the potential safety of the countryside over a certain life of gunfights and scavenging in the city. "'It's really quiet, isn't it?' replied Colton, attempting to make small talk as they drove into a future where nothing was sure and anything was possible. "'It's been a while since we took a road trip.' kind of nice without traffic. Neither Madison nor Alex provided a response. Colton continued to ease his way along Chickering Drive as the Rymans headed southwest out of town, destination Shiloh, Tennessee, on the banks of the Tennessee River.
The concept of hitting the open road was almost romantic in its scope. We like to think of everything going crazy in the world being left behind as we head into the presumed serenity of the farms and desolate countryside. But just like life, a winding road contained unknown perils and troubles. You never knew where the bend in the road might take you. As he wheeled the wagoneer through several abandoned cars, a downed tree limb blocked their progress. Colton approached slowly, scanning the sides of the road for indications of trouble. The sun was rising, and the morning light allowed him better visibility. There didn't appear to be any other signs of life, so Colton slipped his gun into his paddle holster and shut off the engine.